Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is a fresh new week. What are you going to do with it? This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Hi. And uh, it is a fresh new week and one where we are looking at some big numbers with the power. Oh, I was going to say big bulls. Big Big bulls today, kids. Big lucky bulls to all of you who are playing the Powerball. By that, I mean nobody should play the Powerball this time around because it's it's small. It's, it's not nothing. A big deal. We're not even going to talk about it's it. It's very minuscule. Don't waste your time. Even if I were you, if I were you, I would just stay at home and don't watch the news. Well, because, and tell everybody you know that they also should not play. Yeah, because I'm well, mostly because I'm going to win. And it's a small one. It's $1.9 billion. Do you know that the Powerball is almost $2 billion tonight? I have a question. I got plenty of answers, by the way, because I've been researching my future. Oh, good. Over the last 24 hours since I didn't win the 1.6 because God wants me to get it all 1.9. Nobody else thinks that, though. Like, no, right. No, I know. What's your question? Um, My question is Is this the biggest? The Bulls have ever been. This is the big. This would be the biggest uh, of all time. <laughs> the last one was tied for the biggest of all time. It's actually would also be a record breaker for another reason potentially. So we are currently at the record numbers of times. Record number of times that nobody's won. Do you know it's been like forty times since. Somebody won, like 40 drawings have occurred since somebody last won the Powerball, which yeah. I didn't realize because, you know, we only sort of pay attention when it gets when it big. gets to be when the bulls babillions, are when big. the bulls are capital B big. And um, so that's a record. If nobody wins tonight, that'll make it the the longest we've ever gone without a winner. But it is also the largest. Uh, it would be the largest of all time. That said, there's a lot to talk about. Did you have another question? I don't want to interrupt. Uh, I, I will find another I one. Your you answered that one. Yes. Okay. Thank you. So go forward and I will interrupt you when I have another question. <laughs> Please interrupt because I did some math that I think all of our listeners are going to want to hear specific to uh, Minnesota. Okay. You pulled out the calculator. I was watching. The there's a guy, by the way, who has a YouTube channel. He won like back in. The 90s, he's from Iowa. He has a YouTube channel now and he talks to people, but he also talks to people who've won the the lottery and he, you know, has like laid out some of the things he thinks uh, like people should pay attention to the things like he lays out all the things you should do right away. Mm-hmm. Like he's got just some good advice. Right. And like a news outlet um 
caught up with him to get his advice. He won, I think, $29 million back in, nine, in 99, which I'm sure at the time was like a billion. Yeah. And I'm sure his interest, you know, the interest on his investment. Uh, he's he, What you're saying, I think, is he's doing great. He's doing well. Yeah. And also, he's got a YouTube channel that he's kicking off. And he's like, yeah, I would love it if you guys would subscribe. it." And I'm like, dude, do you need... What do you, Just put he your went, feet up. I will say he went back to school. Oh, he, good for him. he did like all this stuff. Anyway, we can talk about that. But I was really just mostly curious about one thing. How much money am I actually going to win? Yes. Because, you know, people do this where they're like, it's $1.9 billion, But then, you know, the taxes and they're all going to yeah. take. Do you do the lump sum or the uh, annuity? annuities? Yeah. Right? We t- this is like always the conversation we have. What did your math tell you, Bradley? Okay, so. The the thing I want to see where I want to start with this. So you, we know that the amount is one point nine million or billion, billion dollars. It just doesn't even seem right. Yeah, that's like where your brain can't actually wrap around it. Now it's either one point nine for the annuity mm-hmm. because that one point nine billion is if you take it over twenty nine payment or excuse me thirty payments over twenty nine years. Mm-hmm. That's where you get the one point nine billion from. Okay, we always focus on that. Now, if you do the single lump sum, that prize is estimated at about nine hundred and twenty nine million. So if like me, you decide Mm -hmm. to take the lump Mm -hmm. because most people I mean, unless unless you're like in your 20s, I got got questions about this. Okay, well, that was my question is like, what is the scenario where taking the annuity is a good idea. I am not a financial advisor. Do not listen to me. I don't know. Okay. But what in my head, the calculation I would do is like, that's like about 60 some million dollars spread out over a year, every mm-hmm. year for the next 29 years. Mm-hmm. In 29 years, I'm going to be old. Yeah. And I don't know that that's the best use of my time. Yeah. And you want to get it so it can work for you and you can but that said, use it. What am I really taking home? Come on, yes. tell me the bottom line. Okay, so we got that 900 and some odd million. Well, then you got to pay tax, right? Yes. And you don't just got to pay any tax. You got to pay the federal government yep. off the top. Mm-hmm. They're taking the first honk-a-donk, honk. right? Yeah. To the tune of about $223 million for a single prize Congratulations winner. to them. Uh, so Sounds like they won the lottery, too. <laughs> but um, taxes are still coming your way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your you're gonna, personal taxes. Yeah. So you haven't paid your taxes yet. No, you're going to get taxed. The government's like, those are gambling winnings, honey. I'm yeah. taking $223 million of your lump sum. Mm-hmm. So that's now we're at about $706 million. Still, I'm happy. Are mm-hmm. you happy? Sure. Do you have plans for that? I would find something to do. Okay. So now you got to pay taxes on that. Mm-hmm. But you're like, I did. I don't know. The government. Top federal marginal rate is 37%. So you're going to pay another 121 to the federal government, 121 million. We are now down at 585 million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we started at 1.9 billion. Yeah. Really, we started about 900 million. Now we're at 585. Okay. But wait, there's more. Somebody else is going to take Who it. Who do you think that person is? Well, uh, I would. Did you? What have, what have we done so far? Federal government. We did the federal government's gambling. Yep. You know, and then you the did cream, like the big, and then the federal taxes. Yeah. You're, you're 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 gonna have to pay your state taxes. Thank you, because we're in Minnesota. Yeah. Oh gosh, that's a lot. Now I think what I roughly calculated, and let me just check my charts here. Yeah. By that I mean the Fortune article that I was Thank reading you. that broke Thank this you. all down. <laughs> 
because uh, state tax withholding in Minnesota is 7.25%. So we were at, what did I say, 500, 500 and some odd million? Some odd, yep. And then we have to pay state withholding. So you are roughly going to pay, uh, I forget what the number is, but that leaves us with a total. It's about 40 some million, I think. $541 million. One hundred and twenty or five hundred and forty-one million one hundred and see when numbers get that big. I don't know how to. It's talk. hard to say the words. I can't speak. I can't speak that language. I know five hundred and forty-one million one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars would be roughly your take. Give or take. If you win tonight's mm-hmm. Power Bulls oh. and you decide to take the lump sums. That is oh god, that's unbelievable. I'm, I'm still fine with half a billion dollars. I mean, what then, Bradley Trainer? What then would you do? Like first thing you do? Well, the first thing I would do is listen to this dude who like lays it all out, and like a hundred people give you the same advice. But the first thing you should be doing is securing your ticket. Yeah, take pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't call people. Keep calm. He says, keep mm-hmm. calm. Keep very calm. Mm-hmm. And then he says You might want to like tuck it in your underwear or somewhere. Oof, I don't I'm just saying like keep it away from grabbies. Yeah. So put it in a safe deposit box. Okay, that's safety works. deposit box at the bank. Sure. Like the bank would be like, What why is he in here? I can't remember the last I don't even know where my closest branch bank is. Isn't that funny? <laughs> because I switched banks during the pandemic. <laughs> and you haven't had and I haven't been to the bank. The bank. That's yeah. hilarious. Anyway, uh Put it in the safe deposit box. Keep calm. Call an estate attorney and a financial advisor before you turn in your ticket. Mm-hmm. And then you should decide what you're going to do about being public or anonymous. Yeah, I feel like you might want to. Oh, yeah, you did say attorney. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, state I, attorney, I feel like you might want a lawyer. I'm still advisor. like, my brain is still trying to wrap around all the monies. Um, all the bulls. The bulls. The big bulls. Uh, are you going to stay public or go anonymous? Yeah, I feel like the world should suggest to you that anonymity is a good thing. I think so, too. Did you Do you know what Minnesota does? Because you got to make this choice. I don't know how they do it, but I know that we do have a choice here. You do have a choice. To stay anonymous. Only if your winnings are over 50000 I think. Okay. So if it's over $50,000, you can remain private. Which, incidentally, at least three fifty million or $50,000 tickets were sold. Okay. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Not even 50. There was a one there. I think there was one one million dollar ticket as well. Oh, in Minnesota. really? Yeah. And if you look at all of the winnings throughout the state, I think there were like I could be making this up, but I want to say there were like there were tens scores of million dollar winners throughout the country. That's how much money this is all generating. It's unbelievable. It really is. And I would t- I'm sorry. I would take 50,000. Like people always are like, oh, it's all right. but thank you. I'll take your 50,000. I can't believe that people don't. Yeah. Check your tickets. Check your tickets. Listen, okay, so we got two numbers anonymous. on the last one, and my husband was like, we got two numbers. And I was like, what do we get for that? And he was like, we got two numbers. Yeah, That's gotta, all we got. Yeah. We got the two numbers. I think you got to get like five good. numbers at least or something. I think four. You can get four. four. Okay. And we'll get you somewhere. All right. I The only thing I've ever won on the Power Bowl is I've gotten the Power Bowl, just the Power Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I did a power play on the power bull. So then you get doubles. So I think I've won like 12 bucks, maybe 20 something. You're playing total. with the house's money right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're no. still playing with mine. No. Um, so are you taking the cash or the annuity? Listen, oh boy, I don't, 
I got to talk to my lawyer. <laughs> I listen. I just feel like probably like you said, at the age we're at, you just go lump, right? You because just, what could you not you do with five hundred? Like versus like I'm going to take sixty. I mean, I guess you could argue that you can live off the sixty million, the interest of the sixty some million every year. But like, I would just say, give. I mean. That's hoping everything's fine for the next thirty. What years. happens? Okay, so I do have a question. I don't know if you have I don't, this but answer. But what happens if you take the annuity and then you meet your unfortunate That's end? That's a great question. Does That's it? That's why get, you need one of them estate. Attorneys. Yeah, like because you're going to want to have it passed on to somebody you like. Yeah. Or like you I know, don't think it made. works that way. Just but, listen to Colleen Bradley and stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, we know things. Listen to us, and we'll give you ideas. <laughs> I don't know. I did not see that answer because I went to the state's lottery website to read like what do you what do they tell you to yeah. do? Yeah, and then I was listening to this guy over on the YouTube's um, because, of course, you should listen to people on YouTube. Well, listen. Can I be honest? And I'm not. This is not. This is no diss to our lottery uh, consortium. Yeah. I would pref- I would listen more to a person who's actually been through it. Oh yeah. Because like they're not it's not their job to make sure that you get the money and are responsible with it. Yeah. It's not the lottery's responsibility. No. And so like they might have some suggestions, but I would far more likely want to hear it from somebody who's successfully managed their winnings and hasn't turned into one of those people who got it and then it's gone. Yeah, and you know what I, I'm saying I will say if you want to go listen to his um, his YouTube channel, his name is uh, Timothy Schultz, and um, the thing I appreciate about him is the advice that he has given. He said basically from everybody that I've talked to, it seems like when you win the lottery, you just become a heightened version of yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you're a really fun and outgoing person, you're going to become even more fun and outgoing, which was kind of hopeful and enlightening because I think there's this like doom, you know, doom story. We kind of tell ourselves, I think, in an, in an effort to be like, oh, it's fine. We didn't right. win. So we lucked out because there's this idea that like if you win the lottery, everything's going to crap. Right. Because we've heard those stories and those are the louder stories. And that's another thing. That's sort of another way of uh, making it okay that you didn't win. Right. Like when you realize that you paid the dream tax, that's what I call it. When you buy a ticket, I call that the dream tax. You've paid to have a dream. Yeah. And when that dream doesn't come true, then you can be okay with it by saying, well, you know, it's, it ruins lives. Yeah. You're like, dodge that bullet. Yeah, because okay, there keep are, telling yeah, yourself like, that. Right? Don't buy a ticket tonight, thanks. <laughs> because there are plenty of people for whom it has not gone well. Uh, however, we don't tend to hear a lot of stories about the anonymous people who have chosen to there, remain they're anonymous. They're sitting on their beach. Yes. Enjoying life, man. Drinking their Mai Tais. Yeah. You know, and like reading, uh, you know, books, the entire library. <laughs> reading books. I'm just the saying, like, library. that's what you would that's be doing. what I would be doing. Yeah. I'd be like, I will make my way alphabetically through I the library. I would just have Stephen King come over and read me his book. Or just tell me stories. Right. Come over. Make up a story right yeah. now. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly Roberts has every last speck of dirt that she could locate in Hollywood. And she's bringing it to us with a dirt alert. What's up, Holly? Hey, Holly. That's right. I'm going to dump out my Dyson tray of Hollywood oh, thank dirt you. right here. Oh. 
I have allergies. Oh, oh, well, take a Claritin. What, what do we take for allergies? Claritin, Allegra, Zyrtec. There's so Although many I options. I do the Costco version. It's real Oh, it's cheap. great, right? Yeah. Isn't it nice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know It's yeah. actually the Zyrtec one. That's what so I it's use. It's probably like Cost Kurt Tech. <laughs> it's Kirkland. Kirk Tech. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, we have to talk about the sad story that broke over the weekend. That is the death of singer Aaron Carter, who passed away in Lancaster, California, at the age of 34. Now, uh, he He has had a rough go. Aaron Carter had a rough go of things, and the sheriff's department responded to a call at Aaron Carter's house in Lancaster, California. That's just over the hills from L.A. on Saturday, and they found him dead at his house. Now, TMZ is reporting today that uh, folks were concerned for Aaron Carter's well-being in the days leading up to his death. Uh, and there's apparently um, a live stream that captured a video just last week where his fiance said, the message, quote, you're going to die. Mm. So clearly he was upset. Clearly she was concerned. Now, we don't know exactly what kind of behavior or things were happening in Aaron Carter's life that would spark his fiance Melanie, to say that on a live stream. But clearly issues were happening with Aaron. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, it is just so sad and depressing. And I think there for a lot of people, uh, it was surprising. And then other, other people, while surprising, maybe not um, out, didn't seem out of the realm of possibility, tragically. Mm-hmm. And it just goes to show like it's hard to know in moments like this, right? Because you react with surprise. Mm-hmm. You have very little information, mm-hmm. but you want to. So you want to be respectful. But at the same time. You want to know what happened. Right. We don't necessarily know exactly what mm-hmm. happened. People can read between the lines. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just... it's The thing about Aaron Carter is that, you know, he has been incredibly open about his own struggles yeah. with both addiction and mental illness for a long time. Now, those two things are the probably the things that people are speculating about oh, about sure. his death um and but we do not have any facts uh and we may not be privy to all the facts but what we do know is you know a child has lost their father uh siblings have lost their brother yeah um you know the, he, their, son. their son i mean th- this is a person who had who lived a very difficult life and that person is gone and it's tragic mm-hmm. um and so the, i don't know if you watched nick carter uh talking about it about losing his brother i mean it's just heartbreaking yeah, no, yeah. It's terribly sad and yeah. you know to be in the in the public eye makes yeah. it even more complicated and difficult for your family yeah yeah publicly grieving nick carter mm-hmm. was over the weekend where uh he was on stage and Especially had an emotional moment mm-hmm. they had such a you know publicly tumultuous relationship right yeah right yeah. well we'll move on from that story over to share whoa She's oh my talking. gosh she yes. sure is i got i like went down a rabbit hole with a tweet of hers over the weekend and she just is very interactive on the twitter yeah. um and i'm sure she was yeah. tweeting about exactly what you're going to share with us holly yeah well you know what the internet the trolls are going to troll mm-hmm. and some people were criticizing Cher and her new boyfriend ae edwards for their 40 year age gap she's 76 he's 36 
And someone decided to troll her on the Internet, saying it would be naive not to question a 34 year old's motives and intention. Our girl is smart, but they don't say love is blind for no reason at all. So said some rando. Cher replied, haven't you got anything else to do? Let me explain. I don't give a flying mm, what anyone thinks. Now, of course, she sprinkled in some emojis for dramatic effect. I do think it's okay to talk about, though, because we talk about these kind of relationships all the time. Yeah. And not, I mean, let me be clear, not any more or less than any other relationship. Like, I don't think, you know, what I'm saying is it seems like par for the course. (laughs) One troll is easy to respond to. Right. Because trolls always going to troll. But at the same time, that, like... Excuse me, that is a huge age difference. Yeah. Not that they shouldn't be together. No, but, but it the is, fact that you, you, you know, I think it is obvious that people are going to be curious and have questions. Well, I, you know, I think we all do. I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one who does this. But like when I see an age gap like that, my brain immediately goes to the place where I'm like, well, when she was his age... Oh, yeah. He wasn't even <laughs> born. born yet. Yeah. You know, so like you do those things, which is just that she is was in her 30s. How brains work. Well, <laughs> but but, there, you know, she. I think she actually said in another tweet, um, love doesn't. No age or something like that. There was like something about it where she was like, love doesn't do math like that or something. And does it like, matter that we're happy and not bothering anyone? And yeah, then yeah. she's sharing pictures of him. She's as happy if as can she, be. If she wants to get busy or if she wants to have a meaningful relationship, that's on her. Yeah. And I will say it wasn't just her over the weekend. Lionel Richie, like he stepped out or at least there were headlines about his relationship yeah. with a much younger woman as well. I think she's like some 30 years younger. I mean, it's Hollywood, man. Yeah. Powerful people. In love. Uh, thank you, Holly, for that dirt alert. We're going to solve some pop culture mysteries when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. We've got some pop culture mysteries to solve right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Well, hello there, kids. How you doing? Uh, and uh, we solve these pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items. Uh, Holly brings them to us. We attempt to solve them. In this segment, we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Ooh, celebrity gossip mysteries. Solve this, please. NT Lawyer says, I know it's unthinkable, but there have been whispers at her record company that this one named permanent A-list singer might get dropped from the label. Ooh. That, I'm assuming, is not Adele. I'm sorry. What did you say? Who? Exactly. You mean Adele? Adele? It's Adele. 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 Um, Madonna. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, What's well. What's label? Um. Ooh, good question. I'll take a look here. Yes. You go on. Finish um, what you're uh, sharing there, honey. Great. <laughs> so, <laughs> Warner, Bro- Warner Records, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that know. makes sense. She's been with Warner Brothers for a long time, and she had her own imprint at one point called Maverick, Maverick Records. Yeah. But what Anti Lawyer is saying is that the unthinkable has been whispered about Warner Brother Records, that maybe they might drop Madonna from mm. the label. Listen, uh, all I saw over the weekend was headlines <laughs> that I love when they report these headlines as though they're new, but we've been saying the same thing or the headlines Madonna's have been the old. same. Yeah. Or like, 
she's unrecognizable and you know stop yeah. doing things I'm, to your face I, and oh I'm like God. have we not been saying this for a decade well, I'm just tired of it because uh, there, there are a lot of men in music whose faces have changed mm. but people don't focus on mm. them and making them out to be creepy aliens mm. anyway mm-hmm. I'm bitter go on <laughs> thank you <laughs> bitterness warranted mm-hmm. yes Blinded by the item. Uh, now this is a blind item that has been revealed. Uh, oh. Yeah, I don't know if we read this one on the air, so it might be new to everyone. Okay. Here we go. This former child tween star turned A-list television director turned sexual harasser used to direct a very popular sitcom a lot. Then one day he just stopped directing, directing oh. it. He had been directing multiple episodes each season, but apparently there were just too many complaints from female extras. <sighs> Oh, Fred, Fred Savage. Savage. And the show? Take that a guess. one so, that he left. It's a different one. No, oh. so he, and okay. And, uh, so it's not the Wonder Years? Not the Wonder Years. Uh, no, did we, and we didn't know he was directing this. What year? Give me like a. Mm, 2010s. Okay. Okay. Grey's Anatomy? I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, So we didn't know that he was directing this? Well, I don't think that it was well known that he was directing it, but this was a popular sitcom, Uh and it's about two girls. Oh, two broke girls. Yeah, so he was directing multiple episodes of two broke girls per season, but then one day Fred Savage just stopped directing, directing the sitcom. Yeah, apparently there were just too many complaints from female extras on the show. Hmm. Listen, that is a story that came and went real fast through well, the headlines. He came and went real yeah. fast. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, su- but I'm surprised that that didn't give way because it sounds like, at least from this blind item, that there are more stories from more people. And oftentimes what we see happen when a story breaks and then there's an action taken, more people start to come out and say, yeah, also me too. Yeah. Just like what the whole me too movement was about. Um, and it, I am surprised that that story just kind of like blip came and then he left. And then that was all she wrote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Blinded by the idol. Oh, another celebrity gossip mystery. This pew, one, pew. I know it's also been revealed. In the spring, there was a chance, a very small chance to be sure, but a chance that this foreign-born A-list singer was going to get to star in the musical being made of a Broadway favorite. The summer and early fall ruined any chance at all that the studio would go with an out-of-the-box choice. Mm -hmm. An out-of-the-box choice. Um, First of all, the musical, I feel like we've talked about this. It's a and it's a movie oh. musical. It's going to be a movie musical, but okay. it's a popular musical, but being made into a movie. Got Correct. It. Okay. Has not gotten the movie treatment. I take it. Not yet. <sighs> okay. Is it a a newer musical? Yes, in as much as it's not a throwback musical. It's a modern musical. Okay. Very popular. Okay. Oh, Wicked. Yeah. And we're talking about. Oh, yeah. uh, oh what's her name? Uh, mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was she an Oscar winner slash Oscar nominee? Um, he is not. Oh, it's a he. So it was somebody that was going to be in Wicked. Yeah, but oh. had kind of a crappy summer and fall. Foreign born. Yeah, in regards to <gasps> oh, movies. Oh, Sean Mendes. 
Uh, Good guess. Sean Mendes. Uh, Harry Styles. Ah, uh, yeah, good. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, so... Ah. <laughs> this spring, there was a chance, now a very small chance, that Harry Styles was going to star in the movie adaptation of Wicked. But the summer and early fall, looking at you, don't worry, darling, mm-hmm. ruined any chance that the studio would go with Harry Styles in a role in Wicked. I mean, is that because they think he was bad? Like, I don't I feel like if you want people to show up butts in seats, you can't go wrong putting Harry Styles in your movie. Maybe it was the brand of drama that they were not wanting to connect to. I I want to also say it was a combination of both that Harry Styles could get some initial butts in seats, but that yeah. perhaps he wasn't very good in Don't Worry, Darling. Ah. And Wicked is more concerned about repeat tushies. So... Maybe we don't want Harry Styles in a lead role. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Who, Who do doesn't we want know? Harry Styles singing at this moment? Right? Though? Who's playing that role? Do we know? The role that, like, I, I, I only know. know that the female role. Yeah. Was, wait, I know that Ariana Grande is in it, right? Correct. And then, then who else has I been connected? I can't remember her name. She, it's that, oh, I can't think Kristen of Kristen Chenoweth might be in it. No, there's another actress. Cynthia Erivo. Yes, Cynthia Erivo. Mm. Yes. Uh, what was the movie she did? Did she do... She was in the Harriet Tubman yes. movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nominated for an Oscar. Mm. Oh, well. All right, next. Next line by the item. Correct. Yeah. Let us solve another celebrity gossip mystery. NT Lawyer doesn't know... If this A-list actress slash director knows there's a private investigator following her, but there is. Oh. Private investigator. Does she got something to hide? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you say actress director? Yes. Is it like oh, an Olivia, Olivia Wilde? Wild? Ooh. Why is somebody investigating her? Mm, a private matter, I would assume. Yeah. But <laughs> Otherwise, it would be public. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what NT Lawyer is saying is that he doesn't know if Olivia Wilde knows there's a private investigator following her, but there is. Well, one can maybe make an assumption, an educated guess, that this has to do with the ongoing situation between her and her ex, right? Jason Sudeikis. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Mm. I mean, more shall be revealed. Yeah, but I also love, this is what I love about NT Lawyer. I love a blind item like this. That's like, I don't know if Olivia Wilde knows that there's a private investigator following her, but he somehow knows. You know what I'm saying? That's just all I'm saying is like, let's just hold it all lightly. It is entertaining nonetheless. Yay! (laughs) Get entertained, Colleen and Bradley, by this last. entertain you. Celebrity gossip mystery. This A-list, mostly movie actor, is trying to hire his kid's teacher to be his date during award season. Mm. A-list, mostly movie, mm-hmm. trying to get his kid's teacher to go to the awards shows mm-hmm. with him, mm-hmm. Jason Sudeikis. Okay. Um, teacher. Like, are they more, uh, you said more uh, movies than TV or the way around? More movies, yes. Yeah, more movies, more movies. Hmm. In a movie right now? Um, no. The next movie uh, that this person is involved in is currently in post-production hmm. and uh, doesn't have a release date. 
Now, perhaps this person is just going to make the award show rounds because they want to be seen. I was going to say, why? And they're hot for teacher. And yeah, they're hot for teacher. Okay, good for his career. You know, get out there and be seen. Okay. All right. Uh, what the, kind of actor are we dealing with? Comedic, dramatic? Uh, dramatic, but he has also been in comedies. Great. He's an A-list, mostly movie actor. Now, the hint being that this person has done, maybe allegedly, supposedly, a little pay-to-play dating in the past. Mm. And is now just like... Bradley Cooper. Oh, okay. I thought of Bradley Cooper. What TV has he done? He was in... Oh. Was he an alias back in the day? Maybe. Must be like way back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all maybe. Right, all right, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, he also used to host Lonely Planet travel shows. Weird. I mean, <laughs> but apparently. Good for him. Bra- okay, so he needs to bring teacher because what? Arena doesn't want to join him? Yeah. Which is weird because, you know, they could definitely be riding the wave of reports about their. Well, they're allegedly supposedly working on baby number two. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but she's busy though. Something tells me if we're going to follow the gossip thread that NT Lawyer has uh, woven for us over the years, perhaps it's just a, a price too big for oh Bradley. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Oh, Bradley Cooper. Well, best of I mean, luck. He has to him. brought his mom before. So I mean, wouldn't he, isn't that what you would do if you were invited to the Oscars? I would totally bring my mom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the teacher. I'm like, that feels awkward. No, I'm awkward. not bringing my... T- okay, because no. that just feels yeah, a little no, 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 no. It'd be kind of fun if you brought, like, your drama teacher. You're like, your I'm own Gladie but- Levy from the 11th grade drama class. But not your kids, yeah. teacher. That's yeah. a little different. Yikes. Okay, Holly, thank you for those uh, lovely blind items. Oh, when yeah, sure. we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, you guys, you are never going to believe... Who the queen struck up a bestie friendship with. It's true. Bradley is going to tell us about this very special relationship (laughs) that the queen struck up with a very, very important movie star right before her death. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk, 107.1 Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. I would call that not fair, but that's just me. True. True. Uh, And now that, uh, you know, we're here, we can actually, and thank you, Holly, by the way, for telling us all to duck as the airplane, the fighter jet flew overhead. It's only appropriate because Tom Cruise is at the center of this story. It's true, but wait, there's more. Here's is a, it true? Here's a fascinating headline. Well, the story is true. Whether or not the facts in the story are true, I don't know. Meaning, there was a story over at page six I read yesterday and was like, what? Queen Elizabeth and Tom Cruise became secret besties before she died. <gasps> what? What? Okay, so I was like, I need to understand. Because actually, it was a tease. The headline I actually saw or clicked on was like the queen became secret best friends with this Hollywood celebrity just months before her death. And I thought, okay, this is what they call clickbait. Mm -hmm. I need to understand who the celebrity is. And the celebrity in this particular story, as I've already divulged, is one Tom Cruise. And allegedly, supposedly, the two of them became friends before and during her platinum jubbly celebrations. Mm. You remember we back in June, I mean, all year we have been marking this, but in June we marked the queen's 70th anniversary on the throne. Yes. And Tom Cruise, you may or not remember appeared as part of those celebrations. 
Um, and apparently that's where, uh, or bef- shortly before that, they kind of started hanging out. Okay. Just like, you know, so being I, besties. I vaguely recall this, that he was poking around the palace around the time of her jubbly. And poking around the palace. <laughs> like he was just lurking in the bushes. Well, I, I just remember... Uh, he wasn't he doing some sort of correspondence work or something? Like I just remember thinking, why is Tom Cruise intimately involved in the Queen's Jubilee? Well, because um, you may or may not remember, he has been filming. Oh God, what film was he doing? Uh, Mission Impossible Thirty. Yeah, like he's been filming over in the United Kingdom. Uh, you know, he went to an Indian restaurant. You remember? I do remember. Not looking like himself, I remember it well. So, because he was a part of the official Platinum Jubilee celebrations, apparently, um, you know that she was so tickled. And I, I, I want to read what the source allegedly said about this friendship because, again, this is only through tabloids that we know this mm-hmm. quote that Tom Cruise tickled the Queen. Literally, the queen let it be known that she was really disappointed not to have met Tom at the pageant where he performed or was a part of the celebration. I think he didn't he just like give a speech or something. Yeah, I mean, I felt like he just, like I said, was like a correspondent of some sort. Well, he was like on stage talking to the crowd at one point. I just don't remember where. He was warming him up. Yeah. the queen let it be known that she was really disappointed not to have met Tom at the pageant. So he was invited to a special tour of Windsor Castle mm. with everything laid out for him. Um, it actually says everything laid on for him. But that must be a Britishism because uh, it doesn't make sense. Sounds like they're putting stuff on Tom Cruise. Anyway, afterwards, just the two of them had tea together. Mm. The visit was such a success. Uh, Cruise was apparently given the chance to fire a ceremonial gun. The queen was wow. like, oh, Tom, you're so delightful. What do you want to do? Shoot <laughs> off this gun? Sure. I don't know how that all happened, but get this. The queen loved seeing him so much, and they really hit it off. So much so that she invites him back for lunch. He was even allowed to fly in to see the queen by helicopter. Okay, this is... Uh, thank you. Is that the sound that was of the, the ceremonial, ceremonial gun, gun or the helicopter? You don't, you don't know. know. Yeah, we weren't there. Uh, this is such a bizarre... Why are we hearing this story now? Um, I will go on to just tell you that the budding friendship was to continue with the lunch date. But sadly, that never happened. Why? Well, because the queen passed away and they couldn't reunite. But they will someday and their friendship will continue. Is that what anyway, this article says? Basically. Okay. Um, she, he did say publicly at the time that she is a woman I greatly admire. I think she's someone who has tremendous dignity. Look, I don't know who's telling this story after the queen's death. Well, but we know one thing. It is not the queen. It, well, <laughs> certainly not the queen. May she rest in peace. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was Tom Cruise and his people that were trying to get the word out about, you know, the queen, like, oh, the queen loved Tom Cruise. Because he's just one of those people that he wants to be the, like, at the top of everything. Yeah. Right. Like Tom Cruise loves prestige. We know this about Tom Cruise. Right. Why? Well, because he's like the number two guy over at a little thing called Scientology mm-hmm. by all accounts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Many accounts. Yeah. He serves more than a ceremonial role and is greatly respected and appreciated and fawned over um, by the, the powers that be over at the church of Scientology. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me that he would also, you know, through his people be letting it know, be let it 
being ha- being having it, let, it known, let known, letting it be known. There we go. There letting it, it be known that uh, he was greatly admired by her late Majesty. I, I do. Are I, I listen? I don't want to take away the firing of the Queen's special gun from anybody. Yeah. I just feel like this. You're right. This is like a story that we're being told. To make Tom Cruise look a certain way. Yeah, no, I don't think that, like, I think the those around the Queen are not necessarily in a hurry to share stories about the Queen and Tom Cruise, but I bet Tom Cruise is... Yeah. And I'm not saying these things didn't happen, because this is such a small world, and it would not surprise me that if the Queen mm-hmm. had a thing for Tom Cruise, she had him over. I Listen, mean, she was the Queen. She was the dang Queen. I do like... The fantasy that I'm spinning in my head of her, you know, watching on her royal television, uh, you know, all of Tom Cruise's catalog of movies and yeah. enjoying it and I having a raucous good time. He's so delightful. Right. Um, yeah. So I don't want to take this away, but this just feels like a very Cruzian story. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's why we're hearing about it. Yes. But it just seemingly came out of nowhere. And I was like, how did the queen and of all the celebrities, it's like, honey. Did you not see? Have you not read? Have you not been listening? Right. He's a little problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah, I'm not even going to get into it. I just oh. I just think it's it's you know what it's an interesting friendship and I am glad for him. Yeah. Was that diplomatic enough? Yeah. Okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley is going to tell us about a new kind of restaurant. Oh, yes. You- you're going to be very excited for this one. Yeah. Uh, and there's somebody else in your life that might be even more excited. It's true. About this restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bradley will tell us about this new restaurant after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071.